Thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> where, where are you right now? I am in the corner of my room because this is the only place that is decent for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> are you in Florida right now? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. How are you enjoying it so far? I'm good. Other than I have an ankle sprain that I'm dealing with. Oh, that's oh. Yeah. Have you done that before? Or... I, I did last year. It was the other ankle. Um, it was my fourth day of preseason and I sprained it and I was out for like a few months. Wow. Yeah. That's annoying. What yeah. are things that you do to like help prevent that from happening? Is there anything specifically to your body that your trainer has you do or you just, I mean, just strengthening exercises and balance, but yeah. you can't really stop like the momentum for, and like hitting a wall you know what i mean yeah that's un <laughs> unavoidable injury yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh that stinks i'm sorry it's okay how, it happens how are you feeling mentally in terms of just like any injury that happens to you like do you stay positive or are you type of person that gets down on yourself and you have to really work on it i'm pretty positive i think because i've been through an acl injury um anything is better than that so i'm like all right seven weeks let's go like you'll be fine <laughs> weeks is nothing compared to six months <laughs> exactly i was just happy that i didn't need surgery so i'll be good <laughs> other than aside from injuries how have you enjoyed being a like a pro so far this is your second season right uh, yeah i mean yeah no i was just saying how how has it been i mean Totally two different seasons that I've been dealing with, you know, last year, all the drama. Um, so that was, and my injury, just a bunch of things going on last season. And I was like hating my life, to be honest. <laughs> um, but then this year, Seb came in and like the team environment is so great. Like, obviously we haven't gotten the results yet, but I have a feeling that it's going to click soon. And it's just like good vibes at practice. And it's just so fun to come to work every day. Whereas last year, it wasn't. <laughs> that's such a nice feeling and such a change. Yeah. Um, you think that, I'm I'm sure the whole team feels that way, right? Like the vibe oh, changed. 100%. It's, it's so fun now. And like, I can't wait for this season. I can't wait to be back. <laughs> How has the coach made that environment happen? That's a good question. He's done a good job. I can't like really say. Like it. Like it's not like as black and white, but I think it's just like his presence and like what he has us do. Like um, it's just more of a professional environment and like we have fines now. And like last year you could like show up late to a meeting. You could be eating during your meeting. It's just like little things like that. Like we have to be on time. Like we have to get our, our treatment. Like there's a lot of things that are expected of us that we're holding each other accountable. So yeah, I don't know. Little things like that. <laughs> we have double days. We have fitness tests. Like we didn't have any of that before. <laughs> really? That's crazy. Yeah. And it's good that those things make it better. Like some people, I think younger wise would think, oh, this sounds too, obviously you're a professional, but maybe as a college or younger, they think that would be like stressful and not as fun. 
but it's great to hear that in your point of your perspective like no that makes the team better because you hold each other accountable to like be the best you can be which is awesome how do you think you've grown as an athlete from college till now mentally physically anything yeah I mean um everybody has noticed it this season especially like I've gotten so much stronger and like that's something growing up like people called me marshmallow they said I like wasn't strong enough one coach was like once you grow up like you're gonna pass by all these players but like everyone just used me as like this little scrawny player which I was but like this year I'm like stiff arming people like using my body more and like it just feels good and I think it's because I trained with boys in the off season so I don't know what's paying off <laughs> it's nice to hear that and be noticed <laughs> Yeah. Do you think that's really helped you just become an overall more f- physical player and should player should, should female athletes be training with the, with the men's side? Yeah, I think it doesn't hurt. I think just in general, um, like you need to challenge yourself in any, like if you're in a training environment and you're just comfortable and you're like the best player there, then it's probably not a good training environment for you. Like you want to be pushed, you want to be challenged. So for me, that's playing with boys or that's playing indoor soccer where it's a little bit faster. Um, So yeah, or like playing up a year or two, like growing up, I feel like that those all were really helpful for me in my development. How did you how did you um get so much stronger this year? Is there anything that you're doing off the field? <laughs> the coaches asked me the same question and I was like, honestly, I don't know, but like I think it's because I was playing with boys. I was playing with a U17 boys academy team. Um and I was playing at Toka. It's like this indoor soccer thing, like pickup, and like me and my best friend were the only girls there, and like we had to use our bodies because it's just a different game playing with the boys. <laughs> um so yeah I mean I was doing the gym just how I normally do so I wouldn't say like anything strength related that I changed that was different but yeah (laughs) are you you someone that can play with anyone like you play pickup and you have no fear or is that something that you like I know a lot of players like going into a new environment with different people it's kind of stressful or maybe you're like a little nervous when you start yeah I mean I still have those nerves but like I will do I will show up alone um and like make friends there and like kind of just let my play do the talking for me because I feel like at first they look at me they're like oh she's a girl we don't want her on my team and Mm -hmm. then like the next week everybody wants me on their team (laughs) that's such a good feeling like yeah that's wrong (laughs) yeah is there anyone specific on Orlando that's taken you under their wing that you've seen as a mentor oh man I would like a couple, a few names pop in my mind um, of girls that were on my team last season. I would say like Aaron McLeod, Gunny, and Darian Jenkins. And it's so sad that they, you know, I only had one year with them. But those names for sure. I'm trying to think of who on our team now. I mean, Marta, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I like, like, I was 11 years old watching her play at LA Soul. And like walking her out on the field, you know, as one of those little players. Walked out with her. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. Wow. What, what about like full circle? Yeah. <laughs> what about them helped you transition onto the team and feel so much more comfortable because it was your first season last year, right? Yeah. Um, I remember I mean, Darian was just at first, it was funny. This is the truth. 
at first I was like, I don't like Darian. Like she's always getting on me at practice. Like just shut up, you know? But then like it started my like, I started getting less defensive and realizing like she genuinely wants to help me get better. Like, and I appreciate that. And then from there, it turned very quickly. I was just like soaking everything in that she was telling mm-hmm. me. And I, I realized it wasn't like she was trying to get on me. She was genuinely just trying to be like a good teammate. So once I shift my, my mindset, cause it was me, then I like put aside my ego, then it was good. <laughs> I think a lot um, of younger players yeah. probably feel that way when they come in, if it's college, totally. any, any age going like, Oh, why are they picking on me? Like, is it <laughs> yeah. me? and then you're like, like oh, no, they, they're in, like, they want to invest in you. Like they see potential mm-hmm. in you. Like it's actually a compliment. So yeah. it's good. That you change your mindset and then it helps. So right. we've had her on and the then- podcast. She's really cool. Oh, she's awesome. I love her. I miss her so much. And then Aaron, on the other hand, Oh my gosh, she's just so experienced. Um, and like she was just like like really good at encouraging me and like bringing the best out of me. So like when she saw something that I did well, like she made it known. And like she would tell me to like keep asking for the ball cuz like we need that. That's great. And like she like gave me confidence and like when you're a rookie like it's it's hard you don't have that confidence as much as you're used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You were a captain on in college, right, at Santa Clara? And you were like on the leadership team and everything. So you were also a leader. What kind of leader would you describe yourself as? I'm not like an outspoken leader, um, but I will, like, I will be confrontational when needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like the mediator, and I'm kind of like friends with everyone on the team. I don't really have a friend group. I'm not clicky. So, like, and I feel like I could have – or I could relate to a lot of people um, just because I've been through so much, like being a starter, being coming off the bench, um, going through an ACL, like struggling with like mental, the mental side of the game. Like I just feel like so many people could come to me to talk to me maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I like that you said you didn't like stick with one group. Like you, you can be relatable and you can, like talk with anyone on the team. I think that's a great quality for a leader. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> what did, did you, you like most about? Oh, go ahead, Carly. I was just going to say, did you feel that, that you really helped the freshmen on your team feel comfortable too? Cause it's kind of like comes full circle when you came into the pros, they ma- made you feel so good. So <clears throat> just curious if you really helped your freshman rookies on in college feel comfortable. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, they, they would, it's kind of I'm like, is this bad thing that I'm like friends with 18 year olds? But like, it's true. Like, I don't view anyone differently based on their age. And like, I'll go get Bova or like, go hang out with the young players on the team. Like, it doesn't I'll matter. Bova with anyone. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just love it. It's so important <laughs> to harp on it because any like, you know, older player listening needs to understand how important that role is to help the younger players feel part of the team. Cause like that just connects the whole team. You don't want it to be separation of the grades, which we've experienced yeah. in, in our careers. So it's just, I just wanted to harp on that. Cause it's a great, you know, piece of advice for players listening. Totally. And to touch on that more, like, I think the reason why my class specifically like made that like a goal for us to like make the freshmen feel welcome is because when we came in as freshmen, 
we were not welcomed at all. And like during summer trainings, like we'd be staying in the like senior and junior houses. I hope they're not watching or like gonna watch this, but um, they literally would go do things and just not tell us. And we thought that was kind of normal. We just thought that was normal, but we would just be like sitting in our rooms doing nothing while they were like doing something. So when we had the opportunity to welcome the freshmen, we didn't do that. <laughs> I like, I'm glad that like you saw that and then wanted to change that rather than like yeah. the tradition going of like, ah, they'll figure it out. It's like, right. to make the whole team better. If you like make them a part of the team, make them feel welcome. Yeah. <laughs> what made you decide on going to Santa Clara? Was there anything that stuck out to you like on your visit or if you were watching a game or like speaking to someone there at the program? Yeah. I mean, a lot of things. Um, my commitment story is a little different. I actually was committed to Cal Berkeley and that was because my club coach, Crystal May, um, we, we had a very solid surf team. We had Katarina Macario, we had Taylor Korniak, Arlie Jones. I could name a ton more people. And he recruited five of us to go to Cal Berkeley and he ended up leaving and then some of the girls decommitted including Kat and I was like you know it's just not going to be the same team that I you know committed to so then I had decommitted but the reason why I say that is because during my first recruitment process and during my second recruitment process Santa Clara was always there like Santa Clara always saw my potential whereas like my first go around I didn't have like the big school names like wanting me but then my second go around, because I had developed as a player and like gone into national team camps, like I had like big, big schools like wanting me now, which was, you know, I, I was like, oh, you know, big school, big name. Like, I want to go there. That's what I thought at first. But the reason why I chose Santa Clara is because I wanted to be a part of like um, I wanted to like change, like help the program get back to where it used to be. And they have such an incredible history and so many good players have gone through that program. And I could just really see that Jerry Smith like instilled a really great culture. And I wanted to be a part of that culture. And he saw me as like someone that could, you know, lead the team and winning and winning a national championship was also something I wanted to do. And I, I knew that um, that program could do it. So I chose Santa Clara for those reasons. <laughs> At, at what moment did you know you wanted to play beyond college and play professionally? I mean, it's really something I've always known as a little kid. Like when you when when you're in school and they ask you, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like pro soccer player was my answer every time, you know, and like I looked up to the 99ers like before every single semifinal or final game. I remember we had like the TV in my mom's suburban and we'd watch Dare to Dream. And like That's it would just <laughs> it's such a good movie. Like I will get you pumped up. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, it's just like things like that. I just wanted to be like those incredible women. It's like so cool. Like I get emotional even now, like being like, wow, like I'm living my dream and i'm just so grateful <laughs> really is amazing and like do you feel like playing at santa clara prepared you to play at the professional level 100 percent, yeah in so many ways yeah is there any 
Sorry, Shannon. Go ahead. I was going to say, even though you always knew you wanted to play pro, is there, what if you didn't play soccer? What would you want to do? Ooh, good question. Because if I wasn't playing soccer right now, I would still be doing soccer related things, which yeah. is like coaching and stuff. But you would, you would be a coach good. then? Yeah. 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 I, cool. I have done uh, coaching for like two years now, like privates and groups. And I just like love working with the kids. <laughs> That's awesome. What advice would you have for, for anyone that you're training who wants to play pro or play in college? If there's like one piece of advice you'd give them. One. Okay. I I, I know, knew you guys were going to ask this Ooh, question. So you came I prepared. wrote a few things down. <laughs> um but I have three things. Okay. The you first one. Right. All right. <laughs> the first one is every chance you play is an opportunity. Um, because I feel like you just like never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. Um, also training, like in a training environment, like treat it like a game, that sort of thing. Um, and then two, I think what like really helped me growing up, even though I hated to admit it then my dad, would carry his camera and watch and film every single game of me since I was eight. And we, after the game, we would go home and watch it. And like, I dreaded it, but it low key helped me so much. Cause like tactically, like, I just feel like I excel in that area, you know, like where to be, what run to make stuff like that. Um, so watching the game, <laughs> that's number two. And then number three, just like, like we touched on earlier, always challenging yourself in your training environment, like play with boys, play up and, play indoor soccer that's awesome i like the that your dad filmed all your games that's cool and (laughs) i feel like not a lot of players who are younger watch themselves on film enough like oh yeah not fun and it's college for me yeah yeah yeah, i never watch unless i was like editing my highlight like you know video (laughs) and you're watching the good parts and you're like all right delete all the bad stuff actually watching the bad stuff and learning from it it's like huge and like now there's so much technology and i feel like most people at least have like one of those cameras that move for their team and everything so totally yeah (laughs) you still so i'm I'm sure you still watch yourself right like is that that you focus on now when you're watching film like even not like if it's not just yourself if it's like the other team if it's off the ball if it's like movement of certain positions or anything well the fact that we play the same teams all the time, like I'm studying the other team more than I ever did, you know, because you know who you're going to play mm. sort of thing. So like I study who I'm going to go against and how that back line works. Um, as for me, yeah, just like my decision-making in general <laughs> mm-hmm. can always improve. Right. <laughs> That's I love that though. That's really cool. What um what are you working on this year to grow as a player? Is there anything specific on field? Yeah, just I mean, I hate to answer quick, but I don't know if this is what you're looking for, but <laughs> just like being more confident because I feel like I have the talent, but I haven't shown what I can do yet. Mm-hmm. And I know and I believe in myself and my coaches believe in me that I, you know, that I just, I just need to show everybody what I can do now. And that's just, it's confidence for me. That's and like going out player. Like to know you, you have the ability. It's not like yeah. I 
like you know i have all the confidence but i don't have the play it's like you know you have the ability to do it so now you just have to yeah. show which is cool and right. and that's coming from someone who's starting out their career it's like you're only going to show them more which is like really cool thank you yeah i'm excited <laughs> awesome what about passions off the field is there anything else you like to do i saw you like do you surf i saw that on your instagram Yep, I was gonna say that. Um, I love the beach. I'm an Orange County girl from Newport and grew up surfing. And yeah, I miss it so much. I can't do it right now. I'm also scared of the sharks here in Florida. <laughs> I, live in, I live in Jupiter, Florida, and I have seen quite oh. a few sharks. I surf oh, and my friends who like fish are like, you're crazy for surfing here. Like, yeah. but at <laughs> least here, unlike, unlike California, at least we can see them coming. Like, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Do you think yeah, surfing no. has helped your soccer game at all? I've never thought of that. Uh, like balance? Like, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I think I'm good at surfing because of soccer. <laughs> you know? True. Um, but like, I love to just go in the ocean when I'm like having a bad day. Like men the mental side, like. I'll just like I'll just get a surf session and I'll feel better. <laughs> Definitely. It's therapeutic. Yeah, it what, is. Any other passions? What what do you do on an off day? <laughs> Me and Allie eat out every single day. Yeah. What? Socialize with food. <laughs> yes. nice. what, do you, what do you get often? Is there like one place you go to all the time or do you switch it up? Yeah, I mean we try to switch it up, but today is like Bova Tuesday. It's this place called Bento. It's like Asian food. It's so good. Um, but we also love sushi and we'll get like kava and chipotle we had yesterday. We need to learn how to cook though. <laughs> how, do you, how do you balance everything? Balance soccer and social and relationships and everything as a pro? Is that hard? It's really hard. We were just talking about this actually like every single relationship you have in your life is long distance like family members friends significant others like it's really hard um but you kind of realize who your real friends are you know <laughs> so, that is true no one really ever like we always knew that about professional athletes how hard it must be to travel constantly and like always be apart from your loved ones, but no one ever really like brought that up on our podcast. So totally. like, is there any advice that you have? Like, do you literally make sure to check in with your friends and like give them a call or like shoot them a text or, you know, anyone you're in a relationship with to keep that, like keep communication going? Yeah. I'm starting to now, like, I feel like last year I was so overwhelmed and like, I just didn't have time for that kind of stuff, which sounds terrible. But this year I'm making way more of an effort and like FaceTime is like a huge thing. Cause like, I need to see that person's face and like, not just like behind a phone over text. Cause like you can misinterpret things and stuff like that. that <laughs> so, it's so nice to have FaceTime now. Cause it yeah. Really yeah. And then like anytime that we have off days, like I try to go home and it's just like a good refresher, a good restart. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Do your parents have have they been able, or your family or, or friends, been able to see any of your games, like when you're in California? Yes, those games are the best, and that's why I'm so bummed that I won't be able to play in the San Diego one. But um, I'm still making the trip, so that'll be fun. Yeah. My parents were actually just here 
the game that I got injured. <laughs> um, but it was actually nice to have them here because that's true. You know, they're, they're so supportive and they were like helping me get around and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's but, nice. Carl, any more questions before we go into rapid fire? Nope. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's, ve it's relaxed. very chill. But I know you said you took some notes. So is there anything else that you want to tell us before we go into rapid fire? Is there anything about you that you want listeners to know or any advice? Okay. Anything? Hmm. I guess just like my whole career, pretty much, it feels like people have doubted me or like my skill set or like what I'm able to do. And I literally had. I won't say who, but I had a a coach tell me at national team camp when I was 14 years old, say, you're going to be a good college player. And like, to me, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's crushing. Like I want, like then I was like, I want to be on the national team. I want to be a pro. Like, so obviously I didn't listen to that and I used I, oh, I listened to it, but I used it as like fuel to my fire. So I just encourage people to like believe in their capabilities and believe in themselves because that's really all you need. Um, and if you put in the work and like you chase your dreams, you can do it. <laughs> and think about all the people that everyone has ever proven wrong. Like yeah. what they said, like you cannot let what they say be the law for you. Yeah, you right. Absolutely not. Opinion dictate what yeah. your future and your life and everything. It's crazy that that exactly. doesn't happen though. Yeah, but yeah. Lesson, so I'm glad you didn't listen. So exactly, I thank them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so rapid fire, but you can take your time. The power of editing. Um, the first <laughs> one is what's your co coffee order? But I don't know if you're gonna be a coffee order person with all the boba. <laughs> you still the coffee. No, I I still drink coffee, but I'm like a chai tea latte vanilla girl. Uh, <laughs> sounds good. What's your favorite drill at practice? I love flying changes. Nice. What's your favorite team to watch? Man City. Always? No. And honestly, like, I'm just going to expose myself. I don't watch that much soccer. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> hopping on the bandwagon. <laughs> That's I okay. like the way they play. I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite player out of any sport? Ooh. I mean, and I hate this answer too, but it is messy. Like, it just is. I can't say anybody else. <laughs> If you had a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? A what? A sandwich. If you had a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? Oh, like what ingredients? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something basic. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm basic. Uh, <laughs> turkey, like provolone, lettuce, mayonnaise, and mustard. That's it. <laughs> mustard? Yeah. I I've never heard this. Really? No. <laughs> wow. Why? So What's wrong? Is is there bread? Like, what kind of bread are you toasting it? Is it fresh? Just white, just white bread, and not toasted. Oh what? my god! Not toasted. <laughs> I'm not. We're not judging. I don't you. think I've had white bread untoasted since I was in like <laughs> second grade. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I've been eating since <laughs> I've been in so second good. grade. <laughs> you cut the crust off too. 
No, no. Wow. Okay. Well, I will. I'll try the sandwich next time I come across white bread. I'll make that sandwich and I'll let you know if I let me know. I'm scared. Um, (laughs) And last question: What's your biggest soccer girl problem? What does that mean? Like. Like tan lines, hair ties break, pre-wrap. Um, problems you just have. Yeah, and problems you have as a soccer player. Okay, mine is like getting injured. Like seriously, I'm I have the worst luck. I feel like I'm always injured. <laughs> yeah, I mean you did hit a wall, so I feel like that is yeah. unlucky. <laughs> yeah, I'm very like clumsy too. So leave it to me. <laughs> well, that is a major soccer problem. But you'll be back on the field in no time. We know yeah. it. So we're yeah. sending good vibes to you. But Julie, thank you so much for coming on. It was so great to get to know you more. And we really appreciate you taking the time to to chat with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Hopefully thank we do get you. to see you play in person soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. awesome. <laughs> well, have a great day. Go get your boba. <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.